What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. Well, How's the week, man? Uh, pretty crazy. I mean, this is our third episode of the week. Yeah, you know, means that we managed to squeeze three episodes in, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I know people. Some people are like what? Can't believe you're talking about weather as your first thing on the podcast. Was it you got you saw some somebody on YouTube? I think. Oh, yeah, on YouTube, yeah, uh, comments and why like, not, man? Why not? Yeah. In Singapore, what else you talk about? It's either you talk about what you ate or the weather, right? Yeah, and the weather is fucking great now. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's awesome. And so, it's only only like this. Like month, right? Basically, yeah. that this happens. Yeah, because yeah. I think you know, there's always a stereotype. Oh, you got nothing to talk about, and then you, know, you talk about the weather. You know that kind yeah. of joke. Yeah. But holy shit, the weather has changed over the past what two weeks? Yeah, to be amazing now. I think the people so, complaining must have climate privilege, uh, You know, they yeah. go to countries where, yeah, because there's there's different seasons all that. Oh, mm. it's okay, acceptable to talk about. Oh, snow. Oh, you know, yeah, like weather rain. changes. What? Weather changes. Why you want to talk about it? Singapore, we only like eleven months a year. We got this same the same shit. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah. So when it's cool, it's like I want to talk about it all the time, every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going to live with someone, they're like, hey, have you noticed the weather change? Yeah. That yeah. I talk great, to people, man. then they're like, oh yeah, it's still very hot, and then I'm like, hey, fuck you, like. Well, oh, you seen you seen some people? You heard yeah, some yeah, yeah. I've been chatting to some people, and then I, I think after that, my mood is like, yeah, I don't want to talk to this you guy. See, He's it's still negative. hot. Yeah. 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 I mean it's muggy like, at certain points, right? It's yeah. like when just especially like right after rain the sun comes up. But come on, you can't complain. Last night, you know, I, I no aircon man when I slept. I slept oh, yeah, no like, aircon. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Weather privilege, yeah. Yeah, weather, weather privilege. Yeah, it's great. Like. And like you know, just the sound of like the, the pitter patter of the water on your on your windowsill and all. It's so mm. nice. So yes. nice. I love it. I love you know, it. That's your living high floor privilege, right? Terence, the water falls <laughs> on every window. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. You tell yeah. me the rain on the eleven story, rain on second story is different, is it? The wind is usually stronger and higher up, right? But the pitter patter of the raindrops is the I same. Don't, I, I don't hear as much pitter patter, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you far from your window, is it? You know, you know, lower floors, everything, like, So nonsense. The pitter pat, the rain pitter patters. Yeah. there's no discriminatory pitter pattering. Yeah, I mean, that's same, why I say it's yeah. high floor privilege. Huh? No, privilege. it is the same on the it's 11th okay. floor. We're not accusing you no, of no, anything. You're just saying it's a privilege. By the laws of physics, <laughs> tell me how the rain falls on windows differently at the 11th floor versus the second floor. The angle, I mean, you know, the wind blows blows at a certain angle. Yeah. Higher floors is stronger, right? Uh-huh. So it really hits your window at a higher floor. I say the window sill. So it's the downward pitter battering. It's not okay, the sideways. Yeah, window sill. Okay, you got window ah, sill see, privilege. No, window sill privilege. By window sill, window I mean like that small. one inch thing. <laughs> you can hear, you can hear yeah. on that little one inch <laughs> thing. You know that it's that one inch <laughs> thing, is it? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, you got very good hearing privilege. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the little one inch sill. You know where once in a while there's a lizard or something. Yeah, the the battery. You know, you can hear the lizard pop, 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 pop. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, on the yeah, window exactly. sill. He's not on the window. He's on the window sill. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very walking on glass and walking on concrete. Very different. Very right? different. Yeah. So different. Yeah. You know, this funny enough. This is even related to one of our topics later about noise people make around the estates and all that, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I was like, hey, does it? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah for is, all those yeah. people who think we're just talking shit, we're yeah. not, man. We are setting it up for the payoff later. Yeah. So, don't criticize us for talking about the weather. Exactly, <laughs> man. And, you know, maybe we'll make it a segment every podcast. You know, like... One show weather. What's the weather? <laughs> <laughs> Terrence, what was your favorite weather of the yeah. week? 
<laughs> when the rain fell on my windowsill and, and I heard, you heard the, the pitter patter. Yeah. The pitter patter. The yes. pitter patter. Yeah, man. But but yeah. So yeah. The, but before we jump into the topics, is there anything you want to say, Terence? Uh, as always, you know, coming to the end of the year, there's a lot of interesting content coming out soon, right? Mm. Um, we always do our end of year review and all. Mm. So if you don't want to miss all that, do make sure you're subscribed. You know, you follow us, especially on the podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple. Uh, there's no more Google Podcasts, right? But anyway, yeah. Oh yeah, there's no more. Mm. Uh, you know, or follow us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, uh, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the hit the bell mm. so you get notified anytime that we put up new video. Mm. And if you want to work with us, just hit us up at contact at ministryoffunny.com. Mm. Uh, if you want to work with us, if you're a brand, you're an individual, uh, just, just say hello, man. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool, man. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, mm. uh, the first topic. Yes. Um, has to do with money, man. Money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is the news that, um, that has been put out by the Economist Intelligence Unit, the mm-hmm. EIU, mm-hmm. Uh, that on 30th November released um, their, their study mm. uh, called the Worldwide Cost of Living. Mm. Um, it's a survey that is done twice. Uh, I mean, every year it's been coming out. And Singapore has tied with Zurich as the world's most expensive city. Mm. Um, and it overtook... Uh, previously, I think it was last year was Singapore and New York. Yeah. Right. Singapore has been the top for 9 out of 11 years. Now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so then New York slipped uh, to, I think, sixth position. Mm. Uh, and yeah, there's a bunch of news articles, not just in Singapore, but around the world that Singapore tied with Zurich. Mm. Because even European mm. com- uh, uh, newspapers, I can imagine, is Zurich is the most expensive city in, Sing- in the world tied with Singapore. Yeah. So yeah. Singapore's getting a lot of press. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but what made you made you want to talk about this? Eh? Uh, I think it's, it's obviously nine out of 11 years means that we are kind of numb to that kind of news really. I think what's always interesting is uh, the justifications. I think the Ministry of Trade Information, MTI, uh, gave a statement. I already got a statement. (laughs) To sort of do a yellow butt, to like give a a yellow butt opinion on on this highest cost of living. And uh, immediately it was a very, quite a defensive stance, right? They didn't Mm. like, oh, well, yeah, Singapore celebrates being number one in the world. No, 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 not that. that. What did they say, actually? Um, Which which, uh, ministry... MTI, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, let me pull it up. Um, I think like did you you found it in an article or like um. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, it's yeah. on the. Uh. I think you can find it on the Business Times, uh, article about this. A spokesperson from the MTI mm. on Thursday said that the survey may not reflect the cost of living for Singaporeans, mm. and is as it is designed to help HR managers globally calculate cost of living allowances for expats and business travelers. Mm. And the consumption basket used that the the economist uses does not reflect what Singaporeans usually consume. Noting that prices were converted to US dollars dollars to facilitate comparison. So Singapore's strong exchange rate, which does not affect the cost of living for Singaporeans and instead dampens the effect of imported inflation, thus contributed to the higher ranking, Mm. said the spokesperson. So Mm. I think they're saying that yeah, primarily it's the because of the, the Singapore is the exchange rate right now between Singapore and US. Singapore's Singapore dollar is very strong, right? Yeah. Uh. So if you are living in Singapore, working in Singapore, earning in Singapore, and spending in Singapore, uh, that's not something that you will be affected by. La. But mm. on the survey, because it's converted to a US dollar where a US person 
living in the US, working US, earning US dollars, and then suddenly looking at the prices in Singapore, mm. might suddenly feel, hey, wow, it's very, the price is very, very high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, on that note, just to give a bit more context about the methodology of the survey. Mm. So, it is a twice-yearly survey conducted by the EIU, compares 400 prices across more than 200 products uh, and mm. services in 173 cities. Mm. So, this survey has been done for more than 30 years, collected in March and September. Um so, so they literally say this survey has been designed to enable human resource and finance managers to calculate cost of living allowances and build compensation packages for expats and business travelers. Mm. Uh, can also be used by consumer good firms for pricing trends and stuff like that. So there's there's more than 200 products and services and mm. 50,000 individual prices collected every six months. Across the world, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So food, drink, clothing, household supplies... Uh, home rents, transport, mm. utility, private schools, domestic help, um, and then they are pre- re- revised periodically. Mm. Then they survey a range of stores, supermarkets, mid-price stores, and higher-price specialty outlets. Mm. Um, and then they are converted into a central currency, the US dollar, uh, and weighted against New York City. So New York City mm. has a score of 100. Yeah. I think Singapore's score is 104. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so, so this one, the whole goal is to come up with like um, a set of uh, weights that is internationally based. So groceries, household supplies, all are weighted um, according to to the, the item. Yeah. And then they they have a free report, like a summary, but for the detailed report, you need to buy it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But but I think it was the, important to give the context of the methodology. Mm. But speaking of methodology, mm. how do you think the researcher does it? Like, they get the email from their boss, then they start to have to go to NTUC and like Xingxiong. just Xingxiong and start noting down prices on the phone, and and then they just compile it in a in a spreadsheet and then send it over or what? I mean, I'm guessing it's a mix of everything. Go like, online or can go online or they work from home. Then they just check. I'm guessing prices. like I mean, maybe the <laughs> boss says okay, you find out prices from NTUC. I don't care how you do it. Yeah, uh, it's up to you. Yeah, but then I'm hoping that they also go to the like the wet markets and shit like that. Like. You think so? I don't know. Then they go and ask auntie, hey, auntie, this is how much? Huh? Then oh, they, that's oh, true. Yeah, I don't want to buy. Yeah. I, just, I just want to know the price. Wow. If you get, you yeah, get shouted correct. at. Then auntie like, say $5. $4 <laughs> can not. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. okay then okay, yeah, okay, okay. I think probably, yeah, probably not that. Probably, yeah, they probably, yeah, yeah, you correct, cannot correct. have to negotiate. Like, if you have to haggle, then I think maybe it cannot be counted already, right? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think it's probably like list price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, I mean, the, the report is actually quite, I mean, it's not too long. It's quite mm. in, informative. Basically, like some of the, the summaries they they talk about um, generally price growth has slowed. Mm. Uh, some U.S. cities has slipped down. I think China and Japan also had a lot of cities slip down. Mm. Russian mm. cities, of course, have gone down. Yeah. Um, but but as you read through this, as you dive into it, I mean, a lot of the titles are very sensationalist, true, right? Especially for Singapore. Mm. Uh, and this one, I think the other articles came out. The median income has decreased in Singapore. Yeah. yeah. The the wealth of billionaires in Singapore has increased. Yeah. Uh, COE fucking increase just like some new Duxon apart uh, HDB sold for 1.41 million mm-hmm. so in the with all that floating right like what was your what was going through your mind uh, what do you feel man like I said like, a bit numb about the whole thing right mm. I think uh, it's it's there's a quite obviously a two tier kind of uh, almost two tier economy mm. starting you're starting to see it like, a difference between you know uh, mostly locals, uh, Singaporeans, or, or you know, who 
live in public housing and then eat at hawker centers and, and that's the lifestyle, right? Then there's those, like what you said, billionaires and all, who maybe might never step into a hawker center for the for the entire time that they're in Singapore, right? Mm. Or they live in the Sentosa Cove, Keyside, oh, that kind of place. And yeah, these are the two, the Pritam Singh, what Pritam Singh warned about, like, right? The two Singapores. Mm. And uh, I think as a population, as you you see more and more news like this, like, right? Of Singapore being the highest having the highest cost of living. But then you see the response from the MTI being, no, 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 it's not that bad. It's not that bad, you know? I think it can it can breed a lot of uh, resentment like, if not checked properly. Mm. And checked properly in the sense of like, like what I think we talked about the land reclamation along East Coast in the future, right? Mm. Will it just be private homes that have sea views of, of, East Coast, of the East Coast of Singapore? Or will it be a mixture of public and private, like, right? Showing mm. that even as a... A local who born and bred here, you're not earning like you know the top nine, top five percent in the economy or what, but you're still possible. It's a still a possibility for you to have like seaside living or what. Right? Mm. So quite quite can be quite precarious lah, and and if not checked properly, this the public sentiment could turn sour quite quickly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So so that's where like I I agree that you know, like the public sentiment. It's it's brewing, and you see this, you're like, oh fuck! Like even you wake up, you see these articles, you're like, shit. Mm. But at the same time, right? I think these sort of surveys, how you say, uh, can be misconstrued or like like taken to be a lot more sensationalist than they are. Because mm. the more I read it, right, the more okay, Singapore is expensive. Yes, prices are increasing. But I also feel like for it to be listed as the most expensive city, just blanket, I think it is also not the the fairest. La. Why? Uh, because like when, when... Okay, so of course there's anecdotal evidence based on my own experience in some of the other cities and all. Sure. But I think in Singapore... Okay, as much as there, it does feel like there are two Singapores, mm, right? Mm. I think just because you have this higher tier and all, you cannot just disregard the fact that there are things that um, are available in Singapore at prices mm. that you probably don't find in uh, cities around the world. Uh. Like what? Like, I mean, like let's say the food, uh, right? Hawker food. Yeah, hawker food, I know. And I know that one sometimes can depress uh, the overall perception of the cost of living or something. But if like, let's say, let's say this is taking into account like cars, the prices of cars, right? Uh, or private, private uh, transport. It, 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 there's no equivalent metric to take into account the ease of public transport or okay. the effectiveness of public transport. Okay, so yeah. that's why when I read these articles, I agree that sentiment is building um, mm. and I also feel it. I'm like, wow, fuck, Singapore is better. But this one, I think maybe it's a bit too extreme. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So so that's why, where, that's why with the spokesperson responding like that, to a certain extent, I I can see where they're coming from. Mm. But I mean, but hawker centers are not a very fair comparison, right? Like, Hawker centers are subsidized mm. with public money. Yeah, they are like you know whether it's rents and everything. There's there's price control and all these things mm. And to you know it's 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 something that doesn't exist in other parts of the world, right? Mm. And so that there's no uh, there's no real comparison point mm. for something like a hawker center unless you're talking about you go and eat at the you know roadside yeah food street like, food, street you know, food. Uh, uh, so. Isn't that cutting it, uh, you know, making it seem a bit more rosy than it actually is? Because, like, it's literally 
like what you said, like is designed to feed the masses in some way, like, right? Mm, mm, I, you didn't say that, but I mean, I think what you're saying is that a lot of people eat at hawker centers and all. Yeah. So it's designed to feed masses, but the prices are quite artificially depressed. depressed. People, I mean, literally hawkers, a lot of times are, they have to offer a menu item that is below a certain threshold. Yeah, so yeah. you see, yeah. so that doesn't exist for a lot of other countries and, and, and restaurants and all. Yeah. So to say that our food is uh, cheap, I think also uh, kind of paints the picture uh, that, I mean, it's not a full representation of the picture. I yeah. find if someone yeah. tells, says that hey, Singapore food very cheap, you know, because mm. I'm saying like, what if you wanted to, if you saw something overseas like a like a Japanese meal or something, a meal in Japan, right? Mm. That quality that you try, you try to get that same quality or what in Singapore. I feel like you'd be paying a much higher price. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But so, you, there isn't the equivalent for hawker like hawker center in Japan, right? Uh, I mean, like, like you know, those sort of like, uh, at least in in Seoul, I just went to Seoul. There's mm. those food markets, like you know, mm. where people can sit down and eat. Yeah. Uh, I know those prices also sometimes with the with the octopus and all they can go up. But like what you said, right? Just pointing out hawker food doesn't paint the food picture. I totally mm. agree. Uh, that's why for me, this sort of surveys also. I think if you take it in the context that it is for people outside of a country looking at what the their their money is worth in that country, it makes mm. sense. Mm. That's why, like, if you like, like the survey that was done about that also became quite a controversial thing in Singapore about the, the what was the, the the cost of living, the study or something. Oh yeah, the what what the what was required for subsistence, right? For yeah. The, so the, those sort of points. surveys, I think, are a lot more effective. Yeah. Because it is it is more inward looking. It's not kind of like put, pitting countries against each other, like. mm. Because this one, the one thing also that as much as I'm ever ready to jump on, like, oh, Singapore is damn expensive and you know? all. Like one thing, if you look at the report. Like the the report itself explained why certain countries uh shifted down the list or up uh, the list because of their currency in relation to the US mm. Uh if you got a weak currency, you know, your cost of living is gonna be lower because it's converted to US. Mm. Right. So in Singapore, like right now, like, like I think our currency is doing very well strongly. Mm. So I think that also factors in a bit uh, mm. for how we compare relatively la. Mm. so my mm. whole point is like this, this sort of studies and all like what you said it's almost numb to it yeah. yeah yeah. so but where it can be dangerous is if like this becomes like the cornerstone for, for people just uh, explaining why Singapore is expensive uh, but that's where all yeah la, that's where a lot where uh, discussions with politicians and all I think this this will be a lot more ammunition, right, for people who mm. are talking about struggling with the cost of living. And and don't forget, now it's December twenty twenty three, big big 1% increase in GST coming soon, right? Mm. Uh, at the end of the year, and then I mean subsequently there'll be some GST vouchers to offset yeah. that and all. But it's on people's minds, right? Yeah. Even as you go into the holiday season, especially if you go to the holiday holiday season, you're buying presents or mm. eating with friends, eating out with friends, all that. Mm. You'll start feeling the pinch. Yeah, right, exactly. Right? And I can't remember who pointed out something to me or where I read uh, uh, something about thinking about the GST hike, right? Mm. One, like it's always like, okay, from 7 to 8%, 8 to 9%. Uh, and it feels like it's a 1% change. Mm. But from 8 to 9, it's actually a 12.5% increase. Mm. Mm. How, do GST think How do you think about that? Because you're going from eight to nine, what? So it's one percent. Oh, out of eight. I see, I see, I see. The, 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 the amount yeah. of GST. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah. Then I was like, oh shit, actually, yeah, uh, that is a true 
point. So so it's one percent increase in the price of the item, but mm. for GST itself, it's a twelve point five percent increase, lah. Yeah. So yeah. I just thought that was a, a interesting thing that like uh, made me brilliant. Made me <laughs> wasn't from me. It wasn't from me. I can't remember who pointed that out to me, but I was like, hey, shit. It's just because now I mean like like what you say even planning next uh, next year or like even thinking in the future right you know yeah. family planning and all that kind of yeah. everything's on like on 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 the minds of the people right? it's on my mind also yeah like oh yeah. shit uh, everything is getting expensive but when I read this report I'm like oh, I don't know this whole relative yeah if you take it in the context of like okay for travelers like what you said uh, early on if you're earning in another country you come to Singapore. Then it's a worthwhile survey, lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hasn't the, all the recent things that we've discussed, like right, F one, Taylor Swift, uh, mm. MBS experience, mm. uh, you know, all these things. The more we 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 are talking more about more and more of these experiences yeah. that are more and more out of reach for the average Singaporean, you know, mm-hmm. the median mm. income earner, or anything like like that, right? So. Yeah, doesn't that make you like? Doesn't seeing this also just make you just builds on this sense of like worry that you know your country is slipping away from you, like your 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 ability to prosper in this country. I think what worries me more is those things, like the the F one, that one, and like just seeing that really that the two Singapore's feeling is coming up. Mm, mm. But this one, I don't know. Maybe like it's the rainy weather or something. I look at it, I'm like, it's it a bit numbing, like, No, it's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit numbing, like. mm. Yeah, like so. I don't know. Like, like this one. Do you feel that same kind of tinge of like, oh, your Singapore, your your Singapore slipping away from you? I mean, uh, it's. I mean, maybe it's. I mean, nine times in eleven years, but mm. it always shocks me because I'm at the age where I can remember when last time when we talked about going to Japan. You know, mm. people would be like, "Wow, Japan is so expensive." expensive. Yeah. Well, you know, even uh, to some extent, even like the US. Oh, US is so expensive. I mean, US is the last I traveled there. It's not. It's not cheap, like, Right, but. But there are ways to live more cheaply in the US that are more easily accessible mm. for Americans. You see, but in Singapore we don't have that. Uh. Yeah. And now we go to Japan, or you go to we like you went to Korea, and we're like, wow, certain things are so cheap. I can't believe it. You know that it was so mm. cheap. I feel I felt so much, not say so much richer, or what, but I felt like I didn't have to. I I used to like have that that guilt when you travel and like, oh shit, everything's so expensive. Now mm. I feel like. Well, shit, maybe I saved money by traveling to that country and, and, mm. and holidaying there instead. Mm. And it's kind of crazy that, 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 you know, we, even at our age, we can, it's that's that quickly like, from our, you know, whether it's 20s or teens or what. Mm. Now you can like really say that there's such a big difference, oh? right? Yeah, like, true. Like. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be going KL end of the year and I'm like, please. <laughs> Actually, I know, that's like, I know like Malaysians and all, they're like, hey, yeah. fuck you, like, okay? Yeah. Now it's not 1.3, 1 to 3, it's 3.5. 5, right? yeah, yeah. So, so what I find would be a more useful survey would be like, okay, for, I mean, that's, that's the principle of the Big Mac index, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. right, where you, you, they compare like how much you earn or mm, like what's your mm. take home after taxes and all and the expenses for things that are common and the purchasing power of your own currency. Is that the like. big, I thought the no, big no, no. index was just... It's just, yeah. But, uh, but I'm saying like something a bit more like, okay, to the perspective of people within that country, mm-hmm. how do you compare with perspective of people within other countries. But that's why the Big Mac one is good, lah, right? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's the yeah. same product. It's the same product. You yeah. can get it in almost every country yeah. and you 100% you know, you you know, when, when I say you eat a Big Mac, you know how much food that is for you also, lah, right? Yeah, actually, I mean, there is the Big Mac, Big Mac Index yeah. uh, 2023. So only Singapore is like fucking high. <laughs> then I'm like, fuck, lah, this one. Okay, let's see, yeah. Uh. 
but yeah, so oh, so Singapore, okay, it's not it's not crazy high. It's mm. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 mm. Switzerland. Mm. So, okay, you see, uh, in, for this survey, the EIU, Singapore and Zurich yeah. tied. Big yeah. Mac Index, Switzerland is top also. Mm. But Singapore is, uh, I think in Switzerland, it costs in US dollars 773 USD. Mm. Mm. And in Singapore, it's 486. Mm. So even just looking at that, right, then this takes into account something which I feel like EIU survey doesn't. La. Correct. And here's the yellow butt though. Yes. I mean, big, I mean, at the end of the day, McDonald's uh. is, you know, they're also competing with what the options are in Singapore, right? Mm. And if they are very, if next to your McDonald's, there's a very, there's a hawker center selling yeah, depressed yeah. food prices, naturally also your price of your McDonald's will be affected. True, la, la, true, right? So, yeah, I mean it's a it's a probably a better way to look at it. But what I'm saying is that uh, yeah, like our when we, specifically when it comes to food prices, I feel that our whatever surveys are done on that mm. very hard to reflect the the full picture of things, uh, right? You yeah, know? yeah. Like like, I mean I, I can't remember was it uh one of the MPs who was like yeah do you want to eat in the hawker center food court or mm. restaurant mm. Uh, right? There's the that is the existential crisis that Singaporeans yeah. have today, like, right? Yeah. You can, yeah, you want to live cheaply, yeah, you can eat hawker center yeah, every single day. Yeah. But once in a while, you want aircon, you know, then you got to pony up the money for food court. Oh, you want to impress your date, then you better fucking go to a restaurant, right? Yeah. But, yeah, like, can you can you say that, you you know, the food court and the restaurant are things that you should never eat because they're more expensive? No, like, once in a while, you, you need to have them, right? Mm, but Terrence... You can eat food on the table. Mm, you mm. shut the fuck up not, about restaurant. Mm, mm. Huh? Don't eat food on the table. You know, that's the, that's the argument, right? You know, like... Yeah, put food on the table. That's what you're saying? Or eat food on the table. So I can eat on the floor, so I can eat on the floor if I need to. La. I can eat that's my true. hands. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. <laughs> no, but there's also a counter-argument which we have heard uh, and with regards to the survey that was done, the local survey, that argument, counter-argument, it's a bit, it rubs people the wrong way. Like saying, you know, there's a, is there's a difference between what you need and yeah. what you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. that survey was, let's, let's, what does it take to live a dignified life? Uh, uh, right. And so then yeah, dignified, your, your argument is basically an Nas Daily argument. Which Singapore, is what? Uh? Singaporeans all cry babies. No, like, I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay, 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 playing okay, devil's okay. advocate. Because yeah, yeah. like on the note of hawker food, I mean, you can see the prices creep up, mm. right? And the thing is about hawker stalls in Singapore, the sad truth is like, I, like how many of the current hawker stalls run by, you know, mom and pop, you know, mm. are going to mm. carry on, right? Yeah. And when they close, what takes their place? Mm. You're seeing more and more hawker centers where you get like more Artisanal. Like, artisanal, yeah, you know, deconstructed meat, noodles and shit like that. But you say yeah. that with so much contempt, but isn't that like, the future of, of what hawker hawkers and so need to be. That is what when I look forward into the future of Singapore, then I feel oh fuck. Then we are becoming a, like a Zurich la, where this this one thing of depressed prices mm. for mm. things is that still going to be there la? Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, I I actually don't have that big an issue when it's like you know someone comes in and wants to offer something you know more a bit more artisanal and a bit a bit you pay a bit more mm. premium to get something slightly better even though it's still a hawker center and all. Yeah, because to me, it's like it's also not fair or sustainable for them to mm. to expect them to like be like rock bottom prices mm. and to feed the masses, you know, by feed the masses muffins or whatever, like, right? But if they make a fucking good muffin, yeah, you, I, I'm willing to pay a bit more, like, So yeah. what you say? I got content on my face. Just the way you say, Ooh, uh, that's just my regular <laughs> face, <laughs> la. Oh, is it? Ah, 
It's my regular face. It wasn't so my, he, my content. What's the, what's the noun for contempt? Con, contempt? No, contemptuous. Contempt is no, Contempt. But how do you say a face that is contempt, expressing contempt? Contemptuous. Yeah, I think so. Contemptuous. contemptuous yeah. yeah, my contemptuous face. Uh, See, because when people are listening, right, they yeah. probably think my face is like... But it was. But it's <laughs> not. <laughs> I can imagine like start you, you bring your wife to a nice restaurant for her birthday then they come and serve you the food. Then they're like, oh, this one is artisanal foam. Then they're giving them this face. <laughs> As they're saying, yo, it. if it's artisanal <laughs> foam that I'm paying like sixty bucks a plate for, then I'm like, fuck that foam, man. Uh, uh, yeah, they can't, they can But if it's like some, yeah, like what you say, like there are stalls out there where they just make like mee pok, but a bit more up la. So uh, that yeah, one, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, okay. But when they bring it, like you know, like fucking here's the nasi lemak sambal, we make a foam version of it. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't think you find it in hawker center. Yeah, la. yeah, you won't uh, find it in hawker center. Fucking foam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, tr- you've tried those food with like made into foam. foam yeah, yeah, yeah. It blows like why? Uh, just to taste the essence of it. La, right? I see, if, if you look at it as a piece of art, then it's a bit more, mm. okay, la, okay. La. But if it's yeah. food, it's... Uh, hey, a hawker center is UNESCO heritage. Also, you know, it's also mm. art. There's also a lot of art value to the world. Oh, yeah, la, yeah, la, yeah. La, correct. Artistic value to the world. It adds yeah. artistic color to the world. Yeah, that's why, I don't know what the parameters for that UNESCO heritage thing is like. Is it, there needs to be this number of hawker stalls like preserved or mm-hmm. is it just like, that one hawker stall must be preserved or the culture of hawker must be preserved? I mean, to say must be preserved is like, I mean, it's recognized, it's but yeah. will it be preserved yeah, is another yeah. question. The crazy thing is, I, saw, I remember I once watched an uh, uncle, you know, very famous uh, curry noodle uh, hawker center. And then the way he was preparing his curry noodles, there was this cadence and this rhythm to his movement. It looked like he was like, you were watching a, a a video on loop by that, you know, the way he was like moving between the noodles and the soup and everything. His movements were just this like, almost like, like, trance, like yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I was like, wow, this guy is, I was like, wow, this guy is so dedicated to his craft. It's amazing that his body, the muscle memory and everything is baked into like making these noodles perfectly and scooping the exact right amount and putting it into the curry, mm. blah, blah, blah. Until I realized that it's, 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 yeah, like, it's, it's probably like your body, you're like that, you know, that Charlie Chaplin, that, that skit where he's at the factory doing the same thing over mm, and over mm. again until like when he steps away from it, he's, he's doing, doing the same it, thing yeah. over. And yeah, it doesn't look so, you don't look at it in such positive way. Like. It's also almost like the guy's muscle memory is like, he twitches, if, you know, he he almost naturally already does that by by default already. Like he can't help it, like, you know. Uh. It's almost like a factory line. Like the, the, basically his... But was he, he smiling or was his face like contemptuous? He was working. La, he was working. No, no, uh, no, no contempt, no contempt. But what uh, I'm saying is that because of there's this, sometimes I feel like there's this unfair expectation that hawker centers mm. are about feeding masses at the lowest prices. Then people almost treat what they do as like, mm. uh, like, hey, you cannot be earning more money. You cannot possibly be, I cannot possibly be paying you a bit more money for what you're doing, like, you know? Mm. Then, but then you walk, they walk into a like expensive restaurant and pay $60 for artisanal foam, right? Mm, mm, so it's just the perception of it, I feel, is, is we, we don't respect our own uh, hawker culture enough. And right? maybe that's the, the, the crack. La. Like we're not valuing them enough, mm. which depresses the prices, which gives people the idea that, hey, cost of living is low in Singapore. It's because of these profiteering hawkers, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, that's why like... Like, like the, the thing is, I think no one can deny that Singapore is getting more expensive. Yeah. But it's also thinking about it in a way that, that is, is the most, how you say, uh, 
most useful, uh, which is why like going back to that survey that was done looking at Singapore, I thought those sort of surveys are very important. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one is like, I mean, yeah, it's a uh, Singapore's the most expensive city in the world, uh, mm. tied with Zurich. Mm. Yeah, just. Mm. But I mean, on the flip side, right? If the idea is about um, telling expatriates about, uh, you know, Singapore, that you know, if you want to live in Singapore, get ready mm. for these prices. Actually, there, I would say, there's the perverse incentive. Like, it becomes like a badge of honor to say that you you work in Singapore, uh. right? Especially for you know, people who come from countries that aren't as, like, really, like, very rich or anything, like, right? Mm. It becomes this badge of honor to, like, oh, I live in Singapore. Like, it's like, shit, for a while, you know, working in New York, you know, yeah, oh, shit, yeah, you yeah, spent time yeah, in New York. Yeah, now yeah. it's like, oh, you spent time That's in Singapore. Like, is it safe? Yeah. You get robbed. Yeah. Have wow, you been the... to Juch yet? Yeah, yeah. You been to Juch yet? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Juch yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me bring you to Tiong Baru. Tiong Baru. Tiong Baru. It's, get it's some kopi, kopi yeah. and some tay. You know, like, uh. How, you, know, you know, like how the, a lot of foreigners and they pepper their words with la in a uh. very like very contrite contrived way, like, right? Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that? You like that? Though? I mean, it depends. Like, depends the way they do it. If oh, okay. it's more like like just acknowledging, okay, this is your 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 embracing a new language. I'm like, yeah, all for. Mm. But when they try and pass it off, like they've been living here for years, then I'm like. I mean, you wouldn't go to like another country like uh, like France and be like, Ooh, bonjour, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we oui, we, oui, you know, just just um, throw it in like as though it's natural to you, la. Mm. I I love it when people come to Singapore and try to really integrate, la. Yeah, and we know some people like that, right? Like yeah, even yeah. when they use la, it's almost very endearing. Yeah, then I'm yeah. Like, yeah, and and it's still tinged. Uh, you know, or not tinged, but I mean, it, it is mixed in with their own like uh, accent from their yeah, own country. Yeah, you know? correct, correct. But they really like you know halfway there, you know, between being Singaporean and another country. And mm. yeah, that's I like I like talking to those people. Yeah. So I mean, one thing about talking about the survey, I know we have listeners who listen to us from other countries. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're listening to us. They're like, ah, oh, these two idiots have no idea what they're talking about. Singapore is fucking expensive. So please, please share your thoughts. Um, um, uh, in on on Reddit. Uh, Instagram and all that because yeah like getting an external perspective is always useful like, this is the happiest country in the world yeah. <laughs> that's the external perspective that you want <laughs> I mean all perspectives are welcome la. all okay. perspectives are welcome yeah. uh, even if you make just one minute videos correct, correct. Yes. yes sweet but sweet um, but yeah you know uh, just now we're talking about the pitter patter of the rain and and the noise that, that you, you hear from the pitter-patter of the rain and how you mm. love it all. Mm. Uh, there's another type of pitter-patter that sometimes people hear at, and from the, at the flats and all that, right? That they're not that fond of. Mm. Um, and, it's, and it's caused it ruffled some feathers as well. But what, what is this pitter-patter that we're talking about? Mm, the pitter-patter of Singapore's future in sports. Because mm. uh, it, it came to light that uh, uh, noticed by the town council, the Sembawang town council, yeah. um, that was announced on November 3rd, mm. uh, that the part of the void there was barricaded. Mm. Uh, at block mm. 638 Woodlands Ring Road. Mm. So apparently there was a complaint or a few complaints about the noise of uh, people playing football uh, at the Void Deck. La. Even though there are signs there that kind of point like, uh, okay, no football allowed. Mm. And then the town council explained that, um, yeah, it was feedback, uh, in response to feedback about noise generated by, and I quote, 
school children kicking ball and shouting while playing creating noise nuisance at the void deck mm, mm, mm. uh yeah so i mean they barricaded it with like those kind of orange netting you know like yeah construction site yeah uh, construction site and you can't play yeah so i think this is damn sad uh. i why, why why do you link it to the future of football in singapore because like okay so I want to sound like an old uncle sure, now, sure, like, you know. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, but last time, you know, like if you grew up liking football, chance and like you stayed in or near HDB, chances are you have played mm. at the void deck, lah. Mm. And that was so freeing, and like it's just a bunch of people coming together to play football. And of course, sometimes I wouldn't deny that we were a nuisance also. Mm. Um, but it felt like that's the it 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 it, it grows the love of. A sport lah, which mm. in this case is football. Yeah. And you, it's almost like okay, anyone can go there and play. You don't care where who you are, where you come from. Everyone comes and plays, and it just allows you to to play lah. If mm. if there you can only play at designated areas, then it's just more obstacles along the way to the inertia to play is higher. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And I think like for any person to be good in sports or for a country to be in sports. There must be a culture of like, hey, we want people to play sports. Mm-hmm. So that was why I was taking such a pessimistic stance. So uh, where you live, do you see people playing football no. in the void deck? No. But would you be okay if one day you're on your way to work, weather's beautiful, you had a great cup of coffee, you said bye to your wife, you take the lift, press one, you come down, you step out the lift, and MRT is like five minutes away and you're going to be in an aircon zone. And then suddenly a ball comes and whacks you across the face. Yeah. And it's just a kid who's playing football in your void deck, right? Yeah, so I'll be pissed. You'll be pissed, yeah, though. because like that—that—that that, that is a, a thing that is not nice, regardless of situation. Even if it's sure. legal, even if you're walking by a football field, yeah, yeah, yeah. you are waiting for a traffic light, you cannot walk by the football, you'll be pissed. Right? Mm-hmm. But you still would say, okay, you guys can play there. Just be more careful, mm. you know. So I think two separate things, Terence. Right, but you'll be pissed, though, but they can't control exactly how the ball. Hey, you play football, you can... Last time when we played Void Deck, yeah. I think we... Okay, over the course of like, what, seven years, maybe we broke two lights. La. <laughs> you talk about that like it's a damn good record. Eh, <laughs> we broke two lights. Who, who repaired the light? Who paid for the repair okay, the light? So that's, why, that's, why, <laughs> that's why we were a nuisance at times. We were a nuisance sure. at times. But that was because one fucker got bouncing ball. Mm. Like, you can almost know, hey, please, please don't volley it. Please don't volley it. Volley, break the light. Yeah. Then then we were all scored a person. Uh, okay. Well, like, you playing it, don't... Then, kick then like they, that, all, they all call the town council and say, hey, sorry guys, we broke this. Con-. No. no. <laughs> so you left it as someone else's problem to fix. Like. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I'm just addressing the point that you made that if someone kicks the ball off or like if you're playing under the void and you volley like crazy, it is not because they're playing there. It's because that one player just, just was being selfish. Like last time, anytime the ball goes on the road, right? Yeah. The person who kicked the ball was like, hey, why do you have to kick under like that? You have yeah. an open goal there. You don't need to score like a Ronaldo volley. Just tap it in. Sure, sure. Yeah, there are ways you can suppress the how hard you kick or how you play and all. But you watch when you watch football, there are times that the goal is right in front of them. They also sky the ball and it goes all the way to the stands, right? You can't control it all the but time. But the right? reaction of the teammates are, what? are like, oh, shit. Like, ah, oh, okay, you messed up. Yeah, you you know, you so in this case also, if you kick someone uh at the who's coming out of leave, every all our players should be hey, what you going you go and say sorry. You go no, and say sorry. Yeah. Yeah. If the person isn't in the hospital or something like from when the ball hit them and they're old. Terrence, then don't step out lah. Because then if someone is just like 
like uh, throwing their drink packet to their friend and suddenly mm. threw them hard and hit you in the face. But that's the thing, nobody, nobody throws their drink packet and, and, and to at people. And you all never, that, right? To your friend, but maybe you just slip and then you're it hits. That, you're not, you're not. The, yeah. the, but that's the thing, right? Like, you're saying like, uh, if this, you want to let the kids play there, mm. uh, if something happens, something screws up or what, who, no one's going to take responsibility for it. Right. So now that can be a thing. Like, find a way to make people think right away. <laughs> put cameras <laughs> and put barricades. <laughs> uh. The thing is, barricades now, people can't even play. If they barricade the whole thing, saying that, okay, you want to play, you go inside this netted area, mm-hmm. uh, then okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, okay. So I know like just now when I was saying, I I sounded like a nuisance like, when I was yeah, young, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's just the, it can't just be like, okay, nowhere uh, you can play because the thing about Singapore especially when you're living in apartments and all you don't have the luxury of like just an open area to play mm-hmm. like, right so the void deck used to be that is it the right place uh, maybe not mm-hmm. but it just feels well when they barricade this because this is also causing an inconvenience for everyone else no? yes yes I yeah agree. you can't walk yeah. through the barricade yeah so it just felt like wow oh, yeah, this is damn extremes yeah yeah I mean to your point maybe it means about having real designated parts where, where people can play like, mm. even even kick a ball and if, if it means like, you know those cages that they put underneath the expressways in Singapore sometimes you, yeah, you yeah, under, yeah. underpasses and all that right is it underpasses or overhead flyover flyovers yeah. yeah then they have those cages those companies that like, allow you to play futsal yeah, in these cages yeah. I, think, yeah. I, I think there's a brilliant idea a brilliant use of uh, space that otherwise like you know uh, mm. In most countries, it's like where drug dealers and homeless people hang mm. out, like, right? Mm. But in Singapore, we we turn them into commercial enterprises that pe- you can rent and play mm. right there. Actually, I think yeah, it might, might make for a good idea to have a to designate a small space in every void deck or at least like every couple of blocks that is for for kids to just run free, like, right? Because yeah. uh, I agree with you, like I don't like it that they seal up. In fact, I wasn't thinking so much of football, like, but I was really thinking of the fact that. Uh, putting netting around public areas actually can it's quite trauma triggering I would say mm. trauma inducing because we just lived through the COVID right where I remember the playgrounds being like like surrounded by these nets and then they, they like sealed up even like slides kiddie slides and all that and I think it was uh, was it Andy Chen who was on a podcast and he said when he moved to Taiwan mm. during COVID and he saw an open playground and kids playing there and his kids ran up to play at the playground he wanted to break down and cry mm. because it was like, it's like almost like such a traumatic thing to see that you can't even like let your kids go to a playground and all mm. that, right? Mm. And so watch, seeing this, I was like, wow, fuck, that like reminds me of that shit. And then there's, I think one day we all look back in history and like the collective trauma and and, 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 and everything of COVID, well, we'll come to terms with it like, and, and realize mm. like, hey, you know, like people can't be cooped up at home and can't have, public spaces uh, blocked off like that is very, very, uh, can be very traumatic and very triggering for people, right? Mm. And so watch, seeing this, I'm like, yeah, I know you didn't want, you don't want the people to play, but is this the best way to do it, yeah. like, right? But but that being said, maybe the people playing there were really assholes. Uh. Maybe. And very noisy yeah. also. Noisy. Very noisy. Noisy can't, noise can't be barricaded. Uh. Exactly. Because the, oh, that's a, like a ghost on a t-shirt. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Noise noise can't be barricaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, uh. please, uh, 
keep your volumes down during during your your religious holiday and everything. Uh, no, must have a like, happy whatever thing. Religious holiday. Yeah, please barricade your yeah, noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but basically, let's say if they were really damn noisy, let's say if people have come to tell them, eh, don't play. Mm. For the town council also, for them is like, I'm giving them a benefit of doubt. La. Maybe this yeah. was like last resort. La. Maybe. Yeah. Right. So like, okay, we tell you how many fucking times, you know how many complaints we're getting a day. You want to play also, play like at 1 to 3 p.m. La. Mm. Don't play mm. like when it's late or like yeah. at 6 a.m. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's one thing. And then the second thing is like, I also don't know, like this is my, my again from anecdotal evidence of speaking to other, other friends who live in HDB, you know, like, even the designated street soccer courts in Singapore, mm, mm. They are not that full. No? Yeah. Yeah. Because last time I remember after school, right? You go, you have to be like, okay, wow, I got six teams. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get one shot, you play, you lose. Ah, fuck. Then yeah. you have to just walk to another thing. Now it's like empty. Yeah. Yeah. So then it becomes a thing like, is there even a desire to play? Or do kids even have time to play? Mm. Or it might be a shelter thing. Because mm. under the HGB, under the, 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 the flats, it's sheltered, right? So yeah. when it rains or it's very hot, it's not so bad. But those outdoor areas, you still be under the elements, yeah. Yeah. So people choose to play in this in the void deck. You know? But like, I mean, when when I walk around my housing estate, I don't see people playing football at all. Mm, yeah, la, I guess it's because people scared that that you will come out and be pissed off with them, la, and scold them. <laughs> Suddenly you see some video in the future of me just losing my shit at like a seven year old boy. Yeah. Like, Why are you kick my face? face? <laughs> yeah. Huh? You never see me coming out. You cannot see the number of the leaf coming from uh, opening and level one, is it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, Maybe they have to give the benefit of that. Okay, let's say like a lot of older residents living around there. Yeah. They need, but, but then this barricade does block their, yeah. their path also to walk. La. So exactly. can't see it as a, as a very, it can't possibly be a very good solution either. Mm. Yeah. Future of sports, how like that? How? And I mean, yeah. you, you have a young kid. Like, How mm. do you think about like, uh, like sports or anything? Yeah, I want him to just like, I would love it that if he can just go go somewhere and just like, you know, just start playing. La. And then mm. kids, they really, yeah, one thing you really realize is that the, the world is their playground, la, right? Mm. Any, you can go to any kind of normal, yeah, la, like a place with a bunch of pillars and somehow they'll find some way to play around it. And it's, a, it's such a beautiful thing to watch, right? Yeah. How they interact, the environment in ways that, like you just you just get so jaded or so bored seeing the same thing over and over. You bring them once and it regrets you because they teach you how to interact the space and everything mm. so freely and so so uh, it's every everything is a new experience for them mm. uh, For example, like like uh, you know the, our sports hub, right? You know around the sports hub, there's <coughs> these tracks and all that, yeah. right? As an adult, I just like I never I never ever thought like going there would be fun or anything, you know. But but more recently, I've discovered oh. Just going around the track is fun. Then there's all these other things that they built around the tracks, the basketball courts, the water mm. play area, all these things that are free and accessible for for anyone to go, la, you yeah. know? And and it's such a joy to discover these things. Mm, mm, mm. Uh but yeah, la, you 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 would hope that it's more than just having to go to the, the sports hub to do it la, in other mm. places, other parts of the Singapore also. But yeah. Singapore does have a very high density of parks and, and playgrounds as yeah, well. Like we've we've so talked la. about that before. Yeah. yeah. And I think we can't run away from the fact that Singapore, I mean, yeah, la, it is dense in general. Open spaces are hard to come by. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe, 
I don't know whether new BTOs or government housing have designated players. Because imagine if there's a football level. Mm, 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 wow, wow. Yeah. How dope will that be, man? What do we mean football level? Like one level in the BTO is for oh, football. For, 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 like, wow. like the the walls and all are slightly different and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pipe dream. Yeah. But that's it. Uh, there's, one, there's one particular spot that I think right now, um, if we don't check it, uh, it could become a very big nuisance uh, for people. Pickleball. Uh. Pickleball, yes. In uh, on two aspects, uh. the pickleball essentially it's uh people take up the size of essentially what is a basketball court for two people to play pickleball because uh, you know the ball travels everything, and it's like ping pong uh, the ball goes in all directions right. That's yeah. one thing. Secondly, it's damn noisy. Uh. pickleball is where do people play pickle- pickleball in public? They play in public, uh, yeah. Where like courts, and basketball courts, like, yeah, badminton courts, basketball courts, things like that, yeah. But badminton courts, they rent. Oh, you mean those kind of like just public ones? Yeah, yeah just public ones, uh, yeah. Or the basketball court or what. Uh. You know, they bring their own little net or they don't even need a net sometimes. Oh, is play. it? And it's noisy. Uh. I think there was a, recently, there was um, someone on Stomp who, who literally measured the decibel value of like the people playing pickleball downstairs at oh, his house. It? And was like sending it to his town council and all that. It's very noisy and, and you know, the plastic ball and everything makes this like tuk, 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 sound in the morning when people are playing oh, it. Oh, people play like And that. the problem is that it appears to me that, I mean not the problem sorry but it appears to me that a lot of older people are still playing it right? hey Terrence Freudian yeah, yeah, sleep yeah, man yeah, Freudian yeah. sleep man. yeah yeah it occurs uh-huh. to me that like it's mostly older people I don't see young people playing it much mm. and uh, older people tend to wake up very early or so yeah, mm. you know they wake up like 5-6am there's 7am so man. another video coming out right? Terrence is shouting at the old man stop it lah yeah, yeah. So, so pickleball could could pickleball. become a nuisance that way. Those two aspects, uh, the amount of space it takes up for just for two people mm. to play a, a game. Compared to basketball or or badminton, you can usually squeeze more people and, and the games are faster and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then the noise, uh, yeah. Pickleball oh. could be the next nuisance that, that we have to deal with. Terrence, uh. <laughs> you got to pickle with pickleball, uh. Uh, there's a, I think not just me, but there's a whole movement, not say movement, uh, but a lot of people in tennis... There's this movement. There's half of half of the people are like, yes, pickleball is a fantastic sport, easy, easier to pick up mm. tennis. I mean, the other half is like, no, fucking pickleball is an abomination. It's like it should not taint the sport of tennis, la. It's like last time hockey and floorball, la. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that also was like, hey, why floorball? But floorball now has become a sport of its own. And floorball is easier to pick up, la, right? Yeah, it's, it's a lot easier. You can easier. use your body and foot all to stop the ball. Correct, correct. And it's all plastic. It's very, it's not so dangerous. Oh, yeah. Like you swing so a hockey bat. I was a purist. You're a purist. Like, 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 you couldn't take floorball last time. Also because I'm not a biggest guy, right? Uh-huh. So hockey, there's no like body contact. Like. Uh-huh. I play floorball, I'm like, wow, there's one guy twice once I just bang me and I'm screwed. Like. What do you mean there's no body contact you cannot shoulder. You cannot shoulder charge in, in hockey. hockey? <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot. You're protected to that level. Uh. Hey, the ball is like a baseball and you can get hit in the face and your teeth all come out. No? Then what about, yeah, so what's but wrong with you cannot with shoulder people? charge. What's wrong sh- like jostling for a ball? I mean, you it's just not part of the rule. Uh. As in, you touch someone, that's it, yeah, it's a foul. I mean, the slight can, but you know, football, you can really shoulder uh, yeah, charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hockey, you cannot. Floorball can. Floorball can. Floorball can. Floorball is insane, man, yeah. Why Why is it that floorball has such different rules from... I don't know what the origins of floorball are, but I don't think it's like sprung out of hockey. La, because it's also closer to ice hockey uh, on feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like some like like weird... But ice hockey of, is then violent. La. Ice hockey is then violent. Yeah. Field hockey is... Field hockey is violent because you are sticked and you can get hit in the face correct, and like, the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, but floorball, the ball is a lot gentler, but it's a lot more physical. 
Okay, okay. So you're yeah. saying floorball is more like ice hockey where you yeah. can use your body a lot more, la, right? Yeah, I mean, hockey, field hockey, you can, you can like, kind of it's smartly kind of, like, block, but you can't shoulder charge. La. And I also haven't played floorball for them long, so I don't know where the rules have changed. I haven't played hockey for them long, so I don't know where the rules have changed. But yeah, that's what I remember. La. Wow, I didn't know hockey is, like, so, so that's a friendly sport, la. so hey. softer, yeah. <laughs> don't make me go into my injuries okay, oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay then okay. it'll be another thing you know you only talk about your injuries you know yeah, 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 yeah. but hockey can be like it's literally the ball, a bullet yeah, yeah, the ball yeah, is the ball, a bullet yeah, 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 the ball is a bullet yeah. but I'm quite so, surprised that you can't body charge you know? yeah, I, can't. I, thought, I thought there was like for sure you can you yeah. can't you can't wow. so for a smaller guy like me it's helpful lah Oh, okay, okay. Because they, yeah. they touch you, they, yeah! No, but really, really, yeah, it helps. So is there, was there a lot of flopping or something? Eh, no lah. No, oh, okay, okay. I mean, flopping, for those people know, flopping means like, like you, when you, you just fall very dramatically yeah. to, to get I mean, fouled, you can yeah. be smart about it lah. You yeah, can be yeah. smart about it. Because yeah. that's how, pe- that's what people criticize basketball for, right? Uh. There's a lot of flopping. They just touch the elbow, like one finger touch when he's a foul. Yeah, yeah. like, I mean, you will find those sort of players also. Got it. Okay. Uh, okay. But not me, lah. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. You're the real man in the I'm boys. The in the boys' spot. You're a man in the boys' game. Hey, fuck you, understand? It's a damn manly sport. It's a damn manly sport. Uh, yes, yes. But yeah, yeah man. Um, tell us what you think about about that. Or if there's, a, I mean, if anyone has a better solution, I think, mm. I think people like Voidex have pretty much been the same ever since the start of time now, right mm. so if there's a better solution why not man yeah exactly yeah. Um, but yeah but cool yeah. man on to the one show comment one show comment man yep what yeah. is your one show comment my one show comment is a comment on the episode 463 mm. our uh, podcast on the long island to be reclaimed off east coast park sure and this is one of the most informative comments I've, mm. I've seen on Reddit. I'm mm. guessing you saw it also, right? 462 lah. Is it 462? Is the... 462, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a comment on Reddit by apprehensive underscore nail 971. So we were mm. talking about land reclamation and all. Yes. And this person is a former land reclamation sand supplier. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he he or she talked about, you know, the the project has been floating around 30 years. Um, it's It's... In within the industry, it is our attempt to follow Dubai's Palm Islands, but it's also uh, building a seawall to combat mm. rising sea levels. And then, like we went on to talk about, like uh, the different types of sand uh, and how sand and environment and how even land reclamation can be a political thing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and also that that Singapore actually benefits a lot from land reclamation because the cost. Um, of recla- the land cost is less than the the sale price of value la. They mark up la, la. Yeah, they yeah, mark yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what wow, is them informative, man? Yeah. Uh, and even Rose Gold Cat uh, commented in response to that. I really love how much I'm learning, not just from the podcast but from the sub as well. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, it's the beauty of it. I I saw the comment. I was like, wow, yeah, awesome, man. It's like, it's like um, even the subreddit has its own like uh, has its own life, has its own community and its own rules and mm. I don't say rules but like people understand the, the the joy of coming together and just sharing uh, a little bit of information from your perspective of your or your little area of knowledge right yeah exactly it was yeah. great uh, what yeah. about you man um, actually my mine is not generally one should comment but it's that time of the year again the Spotify wrapped mm. and uh, I think yesterday was amazing because like everyone who had us on the podcast list or podcast charts or top podcast uh, started sharing uh, yeah sharing and tagging us and all that and uh, 
I think our rules generally, yeah, if people are saying good st stuff about us, we just repost. Repost it. Uh -huh. So uh, please don't feel shy about tagging us and then letting us know that you are, we're your top podcast. Uh, we're just going to keep flooding our Instagram <laughs> stories with yeah. it because it's such an ego trip to see. To let's understand that people have been hearing our voices like for how many hours it is yeah. every year. Right? Still mind-blowing, man. Still mind-blowing. Mind -blowing. Mind -blowing. Mind -blowing. Top podcasts that people listen to. Holy shit, man. And I love it when they post the what were the top five podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see the context of where we are relative to other podcasts. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, there's four true crime yeah. and then yala, but <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. And that feels like it's an honor because like, yala, you made time in your busy true crime schedule yeah. to make time for a current affairs podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it really means a lot to us. Like, it means a lot to us. It gives us the extra juice to keep going. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so so it's interesting, like, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, shout out to everyone who's been posting about the yeah. you know, Spotify rap. But please post more if there's more. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And what about your one short thing, man? Uh, oh, my one short thing actually is kind of related again to what we are discussing about supermarket prices and all. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the there was a CNA, um, a CNA segment. I don't know if it's a segment or it's a digital, uh, digital thing, but it was about. It's called Don Don Donkey and Decathlon. Wait, let me just play it. Make sure oh, Don Don Donkey and Decathlon. What you didn't know about mega stores, and it's part of the on the red dot episode, mm. So it's a twenty-two minute um, video that you can find on YouTube that tells you a little bit more about what how Don Don Donkey is run in Singapore and how Decathlon is run in Singapore. So and it's not just about on the surface. They go into like what goes uh, after hours, how Decathlon does its stock stock uh, stock check. Mm. Uh, they talk about how. Don Don Donkey, uh, you know, prices their products differently in different outlets. Mm. The little reasons why everyone who goes to Don Don Donkey, you you get lost. Usually, you get lost in the aisles, or you can't find the same product that you that you bought from a certain location, like you know, uh, a month ago or something like that. Mm. And it's all calculated. Like, all these things are they're, they're all deliberate, and, and it's all part of the strategy of how they think they can get people to spend more time in stores. Uh. Mm. So it's a super interesting watch. Uh, and uh, yeah, it will help you understand the why Don Don Donkey is so uh, powerful, powerful and hypnotic in some ways. And then they get, I think they also get some uh, personalities like Muna and Ben King and Annette Lee to also uh, appear in the show to just talk about their experiences as well. Uh. Mm. So it's a quite an interesting format. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm. Cool, cool. I love Decathlon. Don Don Donkey, I'm not so, not so sure. Not so sold. You watch it. Uh, that's where it's quite interesting. They talk a bit about the, the business psychology, strategy. You know? Yeah, business psychology and, and uh, pricing strategy and things like that. Uh, that mm. they do. And then, for example, they also talk about why what, what's with all the names in Decathlon? The mm. Ketuas mm. and all the Mikonos. Ketua is Quisha. For those who don't know, I think Ketua means like Ichi, like Ichi backside kind of thing. La. In some way, uh, no, like, no, no, Ichi backside, yeah. sorry, like, um, yeah, la, just very, like, uh, like very Kepo and that. Quisha. Uh, Kisha. Kisha. Or, or Do, Domiko or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, Do, all the different Domigo names. Or something, so they, yeah. they actually have a meaning to it and it's, oh. it's from elements of Decathlon's origins and uh and elements of what the spot is uh, specifically. I see, I see, I see. so interesting things uh, yeah cool uh my one short thing is an article by rolling stone mm. um so i mean 
on Wednesday, US time in Connecticut, uh, Henry Kissinger passed away. Mm. Uh, that's not my one shock thing. Okay. Um, it's just that I mean, admittedly, I I know that he is a big fan of Singapore. He was good friends with Lee Kuan Yew. Mm. Um, and like the over the past one or two years, there's been a lot of articles talking about his amazing legacy, mm. But this Rolling Stone article, I, I'm halfway through it. It's quite long. Um, it, it it might take the too much of the extreme thing, but basically it shows the darker side of Henry Kissinger's uh, mm. legacy. Mm. And because I think when I opened up my newsfeed today and, and yesterday, it's so much talking about how amazing he has been, how good relationship he had with Singapore, how fondly he did this. I think it's always important uh, to consider the 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 other side of political figures. Mm. Yeah, mm. because if it's too whitewashed, then you might miss out some facts that it's just important to know. Because mm. he was very influential in like um, Nixon's foreign policy uh, with a few of the wars that the uh, US waged abroad. Mm. Um, I mean, Rolling Stone's article, the title is, is extreme. Like, Henry Kissinger, a war criminal beloved by America's ruling class, finally dies. Mm. So it is very like, whoa, shit. Um, but they, they detail quite a bit uh, about some things that I didn't know about. So mm. so it, I think it's just important like, because uh, I think we first talked about it way back when Lee Kuan Yew passed also, right? Yeah. And there was a few good articles talking about how it's always good to remember the the wonderful things that people who passed have died, uh, uh, had did. But for political figures, for mm. polarizing figures, it's important to recognize that there was other sides to what they did. Because mm. you don't want the last memory to be just a complete whitewash. Bit of roses. Yeah. So this article actually is like quite good. It's, it's a long article. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's free to read. Wow. Cool. Cool, man. Uh, awesome. Uh, that's the, the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, three podcasts this week. Man. Three podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if you enjoyed it, it'd be great if you could share it with at least one other person. Yeah. Follow us on social media on Apple and Spotify. Yeah. And what else, Terrence? Uh, I uh, e- uh, email us at contactministryoffunny.com if you want to work together. But yeah, stay tuned. Uh, we have some interesting content coming up on this yeah, podcast. Interesting guests. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks, everybody.